السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ حضرت مفتی صاحب ہاؤ دس مارننگ میں اللہ سبحان گرانٹ یو آفیت ایز دعا رسول اللہ گیو ٹو حضرت عبد اللہ ابن عباس اللہ الکتاب میں اللہ تعالیٰ آلسو گیو یو دا بیوٹیفل انڈرسٹینڈنگ آف دا قرآن اینڈ دا بیوٹیفل درست آف قرآن ان حدیث دیٹ یو ان شاء اللہ ڈیلیور آن ریڈیو has helped thousands and millions of listeners. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept you, grant you siha, and grant you afiyah. So the platform is yours. Wa alaykum as-salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu feekum wa salim kareem. Jazakallahu khayran to our technicians, Brother Junaid Khan and Brother Riyaz Hussain. نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم اما بعد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العليم الحكيم All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Today is the 24th of Rajab 1445. With the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah Azza wa Jalla, today we begin and commence a new chapter, a new surah, Suratul Ahzab, chapter number 33 of the Noble Quran. Ahzab means in simple terms a coalition. How the enemies formed a coalition of 48 countries against Afghanistan, the Taliban, and yet they have received a whooping and threshing which they will never ever forget. So here the Mushrikeen, the policiers, and the idol worshippers, and the Jews of Medina, Amonowara, and we find the hypocrites, those who were sitting on the fence and remember guilty of committing a major, major offense, so they formed this coalition against the Prophet Muhammad, Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah and the Muslims. So that is what all Allah is informing us about. So today the time now is 4.33 a.m. in South Africa. Jazakallahu khairan to you, Muslim Kareem, for all the du'as. Ameen, ameen. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. In the name of Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala, who is very, very gracious, very, very merciful. Whenever we Muslims start something, then we will read Bismillah. And always remembering Almighty Allah's bounties that are ever recurring, showering upon us. Because the enemies and the non-Muslims at that time, they would honor their idols and they would say Bismillah tiwal uzza, Allah forbid, in the name of Lat and Uzza, referring to remember their idols which they would worship 
but then they realize that these idols are good for nothing and cannot help them. There are 114 Bismillah in the Noble Quran, 113 are in the beginning of the various surahs and chapter. Chapter 9 does not have a Bismillah Surah Tawbah. So where indeed is the 114th one? In chapter 27 and verse number 30, where we find Nabi Suleiman writing a letter to the queen of Sheba of Sabah and ulama have written her name was Bilqis innahu min Sulaiman this letter is from him Sulaiman alayhi salatu salam Solomon peace be upon him King Solomon wa innahu bismillahirrahmanirrahim and in the name of Almighty Allah who is very very gracious very very merciful chapter 27 verse 30 then look at the script Bismillahirrahmanirrahim it is Ba and then Seen Be and Seen and if you go to Iqra Bismi chapter number 96 and you will see the script there is slightly different there it is Ba Alif Seen Mim so yeah it is Ba Seen Mim there's no Alif so remember due to Kathratul Istimal constant usage the Alif has been omitted, deleted and remember in Bismi Rabbik that in Iqra Bismi there is not so often that the person reads that so there the Alif has been maintained and retained so these are the laws when one is writing the Noble Quran and the person today who is the greatest calligrapher alive is Sheikh Usman Hussein Taha, he's well in his 80s, he originally hailed from Halab from Aleppo with Allah's help, Allah's mercy, we met him twice. Allah Jalla Wala grant him Sihha and Afia, and he's currently residing in Medina Munawwara. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Ya ayyuhan Nabi, Almighty Allah Jalla Wala mentions the names of 25 prophets and messengers in the Noble Quran. And Allah, when He addresses them, He takes their Nami Nami Isme Grami directly. Ya Zakaria, Ya Yahya, Ya Isa, Ya Musa, Ya Dawood. But when it comes to the Master Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah Almighty Allah does not use the Mubarak blessed name of the Master directly. Allah uses honorary titles. Ya Ayyuhal Rasul, Ya Ayyuhal Nabi, Ya Ayyuhal Muzammil, Ya Ayyuhal Muddathir. How much honor, how much respect Almighty Allah is conferring upon him, Mustafa Habibuna Rahmatulil Alameen, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Therefore, me and you, whenever we take the Nami Nami Ismigrami of the Prophet Muhammad Mustafa, Sallallahu Alaihi honorable name, honorary titles must be used. La tajalu dua al-rasooli bainakum ka dua ibadikum ba'da. I can say Salim Karim. He can say Abdul Qadir. And there's no problem with that Islamically. But when it comes to the Prophet Muhammad Mustafa Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, you cannot do so. You don't call the Prophet, peace be upon him, Mustafa Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, as you call one another. 
honorary titles must be used. Chapter number 24, Surah Nur, the regions and effulgence, and verse number 63. So they all, Mati Allah, is teaching us adab and etiquettes when we take the Mubarak honorable name of Habibuna Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya ayyuhan nabiyu taqillah Fear almighty Allah all the time Obviously Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Is going to fear almighty Allah At all times, all places And be conscious of Allah Ta'ala So al-khitab lin-nabiyyi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Wal-muradu biha al-ummah But the greater connotation and message Is for me and you The international followers And people who believe in the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam We must adopt the quality of taqwa through piety Therefore Ramadan Mubarak Now 35 days or so 36 days left So now we see La'allakum tattakun So akai of yet will go once a year for a major service bumper to bumper Ramadan Mubarak comes and we go through a major service head to toe where we learn self-discipline self-control and the things that the marhub are delicious and our best meal our best drink but we stay away from that although it is halal to suppress our desires and all for the love of all Mati Allah Azza wa Jalla الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَشَدُّ حُبًّا لِلَّهِ Those who possess through Iman and faith the intensely in medley in love with all Mati Allah Jalla Wala وَلَا تُطْرِئِ الْكَافِرِينَ وَالْمُنَافِقِينَ You Ya Rasulullah Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam never be obedient to the non-Muslims because Allah Jalla Wala gave you a divine way a divine path and that is based on Wahi which is supra-logical and that will always be the best for all times all places all circumstances well munafiqeen and the hypocrites those who pay lip service to Islam but their hearts are devoid of Iman and the true faith and conviction they always have doubts and so forth in this day and this age Hazrat Ji Jalalabadi Hazrat Muhammad Masyullah Khan Sab Nawwarallahu who passed away on a Friday in 1992 Madar Zad Wali the sage of the age used to say in the 60s 70s 80s in this day and this age this hypocrisy has become rife and rampant in our society learn and read the dua of Muslim and that is that we read Allahumma inni a'udhu bikaminan nifaq oh almighty Allah I seek your protection from hypocrisy hypocrisy the lying that is a hadith a kathab. when they speak they speak lies and when they promise they don't honor the promise there and when they are given amanat then they commit khianat breach of trust when they involve in some type of quarrel dispute then you hear all the Chinese Portuguese French words coming out the F and B's and whatever you so the hadith in Bukhari Sharif Muslim Sharif 
believe these are the signs of the hypocrites and worse than that is when a person only pays lip service to Islam and if he dies in that condition then there's everlasting doom and gloom for him chapter number 4 surah nisa dedicated to the women verse 145 that verily the hypocrites will be in the lowest lowest layer and dungeon and prison there in Jahannam and the hellfire Allah mahfadna min Allah protect us all so therefore we must be very careful of these people who have the gift of the gab there they will speak with the sweet tongue when they speak the words flow out sweeter than honey remember but they are hypocrites and munafikin Inna Allah kana aliman hakima Verily all mighty Allah is all knowing and all mighty Allah is all wise so therefore all mighty Allah gave us a constitution in written form the noble Quran and all mighty Allah blessed us with the constitution in a practical form and that is the Zati Aqdas and that is the Nami Nami and that is the honorable the best most beloved and most precious to all might Allah in the entire universe the actions and the speech of the master Habibuna so we have two constitutions one in the written form and one in the practical form demonstrated by the master Habibuna hence there is no excuse we all must learn how to implement and practice the Islam and then we disseminate it propagate it to all and without fear and favor it is our duty and responsibility when we have the best we must share it with the rest Allah Jalla Wala grant us tawfiq and the ability to continue propagating Islam till our last last breath Ameen Ya Rabbul Alameen Bismillahirrahmanirrahim <coughs> Now let us go with the local, international, and global news, views, and interviews. What is really happening in all parts of the world, the important, important events. So number one, USA's, and then you know they have their poodle, Richie Rich, and so forth, the UK. They will continue attacking Yemen. They say this is in self-defense. Really? So you must remember that through that what they will do so the ships can start moving directly through the Red Sea because it's costing them billions of dollars. And American regime, the dictators and war criminals have said Iranian interests will still be targeted in Syria and there in Iraq, but they will not have direct attacks on Iran and so forth because they know what will happen then Egypt is complaining (coughs) sorry about that Egypt is complaining that the Swiss Canal the revenue has dipped and dropped by 50% it was 800 million dollars per month and now it is reduced to 400 million dollars per month in January Wildfires have killed over 100 people there in Chile, and it is one of the worst disasters there since 2010. <coughs> Thousand homes and more have been destroyed, so a real catastrophe and disaster in Chile. Allah Jalla make it easy for the people. 
Bangladesh is sending back and returning the Rohingya Muslims. These are the most oppressed people in the world. Wherever they go, people don't want them because they are refugees, they are poor, and they are Muslim, and Muslim countries themselves. Bangladesh is supposed to be a Muslim country. Then you see that sometimes they land up in Indonesia, sometimes here and there, and then they are returned back to the Burmese people. <coughs> And there they find great, great difficulty. And we know that the mayhem, murder, chaos that continued, the rape and so forth. Those of us interested in books and so forth, Khairu Jalisi Kutubi, my best friend are my books, remember Mutanabbi said, so that is what you should do. Cairo International Book Fair is set to break the record. They will have a bumper crowd and the greatest amount of visitors. So this will be this week there in Cairo. So those of you who are really lovers of Arabic books and literature and so forth, not only Islamic books remember that all types of books so they have a wonderful and people go there from all parts of the world <coughs> the Jewish students are standing up and remember they wearing the t-shirts and so forth and saying not in my name this genocide cannot continue Bibi Netanyahu you're a war criminal you and your right wingers your Smotrich and your Bengue and so forth so many youngsters and some elderly people of the Jewish community we congratulate them we salute them for standing up for justice and telling the world not in my name the Norwegian foreign minister says if you want peace in the Middle East then the prerequisite is there must be an independent Palestinian state and we echo the sentiments but remember if you're speaking about two-state solution that is already dead remember Israel has stolen and occupied so much land of the Palestinians so that is virtually impossible you have one democratic state and the six, six million Palestinians who are living in the diaspora must be allowed to come back to their homeland the U.S. presidential candidate Cornel West says Biden is a war criminal. Who's saying that? Cornel West, remember, and we agree with it. He's one of the worst presidents in the history of America. Joe Genocide Biden, that's his name, remember, that's Sleepy Joe. Imran Khan, remember the Pakistani army and politicians want to marginalize him. First, they gave 10-year sentence. So why 10 years? They said that he divulged the secrets of the state and so forth to enemies. Then they gave him 14 years. They said that he stole from the Tosha Khana. Tosha Khana is there in Urdu, which means that when the states, you know, receive gifts and prizes and so forth from people, Rolex and what have you. So he took that and he stole and he sold that to the people and that he used it. This is all the trumped up charges. And now his wife, you must remember, Bushra Bibi, he and his wife were living illegally. That is correct. According to sources, he married his wife that while she was in Idda, the 
the waiting period so that previous husband filed the case and now the court sentenced him for seven years ten years fourteen years seven years all will run concurrently and from jail remember that why because they want to marginalize him for this week Thursday the elections in Pakistan which are already a foregone conclusion that Nawaz Sharif will become the Prime Minister Chorok Yukumat government of thugs and member of crooks remember that's the simple way of explaining it and if you know Pakistan politics everything runs with the army there so Gideon Levy writes in the Haaretz newspaper Yujud class and supporters of Israel 11,500 children killed and murdered by the IDF which person can explain this horrific incidents? Remember, it is beyond explanation. Therefore, we say, without fear of contradiction, Israel, a murder, murderers, baby killers, and children killers, remember that, and this is a stain upon them. And Allah has said, Duribat Mozilla, Allah will always stamp upon them disgrace and humiliation wherever they go, and they will all always be divine punishment for them chapter 7 verse 167 the punishment will continue for them right till the day of justice Trump is looking for a running mate a vice president you know Trump is always the narcissist and the egoist and he says the foregone conclusion that I will be the candidate the presidential candidate for the Republican Party does uh, Nikki Haley the Indian who just playing white is wasting my time and American people's time and how well can George Biden take me on or Sleepy Joe remember that he can't even walk up the steps he says so anyway he says I'm looking for such a running mate and deputy vice president in case of emergency then he can take over so Trump also knows he's getting old and cold you see so the Polish president said that Crimea is historically part of Russia so if Putin says that this is part of our country then he justified to do so so that's from the Polish president Dark clouds are gathering on the Israeli tech industry. Everybody, everything is suffering in Israel, militarily, economically, socially. Thousands of Jutlas Haramis are leaving Israel daily. And remember, approximately in the past month or so, you must remember three, four months, we should rather say, then about one million Jutlas have made exodus and they had enough of this. So we say, Jutlas, you Haramis, you Jews, who are supporting Bibi and his cronies, go better get your second passport and start moving it up. All the settlements, yes, we are coming and we're going to resettle there. That is the Palestinians. Imran's party says we are down, but we are not out. So now they are using social media very, very effectively so that the people should vote for them. You know, the army and politicians have told them, the mass media, TV, radio, print media, not to promote Imran Khan's party, the Pakistani Tahrik Insaf, the Pakistan, you know, Insaf party, and that is the party of justice and so forth. So never 
nevertheless, that will be Pakistan politics. Let's wait for Thursday, but I gave you the results already. A South African pedophile is on the run, and now he's traced there in UK. So these are the people, you see. Our laws here are so weak, and remember, people look for loopholes, and when you're about to arrest them, then they run away and so forth. You know, in Rafah, that is where one million Palestinians are. Israel, the Haramis, the super-terrorists with the aid of of America and the Western powers started carpet bombing and so forth. Minimum 25 Palestinians were martyred, murdered yesterday and hundreds of them injured, remember. So these are the enlightened countries of the world who are going to bring peace, who are going to bring democracy and human rights, murdering innocent people and so forth and all in the name we want to dismantle Hamas. Hamas are gathering momentum. The world is shifting in favor of Palestine and Hamas and Israel, America are being disgraced and so forth. Yesterday, if you know, America at the John Wayne Airport, they had kilometers, five, six, eight kilometers of traffic and everybody, predominantly whiteies and Americans with American Palestinian flags, some of them, their cars painted and so forth, with Palestinian colors and so forth, free, free Palestine. You idiots, don't you see you are scoring on goals you're making the people more and more sympathetic to Palestine and hate you Israelis and hate you Americans but that is part of the divine system and divine justice that you plot and plan and all Allah has his remember master plan <coughs> America likes to tell the world that we are a superpower all Maitella reminds them very often that I am the one and only and you are non-entities. Hence the winds and the hurricanes gusting there in St. Barbara and Los Angeles and so forth. So thousands of people will be impacted. Some will lose electricity. Some of them will not be able to go to work and shop and job and what have you. So Allahumma sallit alayhim kalban min kilabik ya Rabbul Alameen. Ya Allah, you punish these Jutlas and Israel and Americans, those who are supporting all this genocide and war crimes in the land of Palestine. The real criminal in all this is America, supplying Israel with all the tech and arms and ammunition and saying they don't want a wider conflict. But they the ones who attack Yemen, they the ones who attack Lebanon, they the ones who attack Palestine and Syria and so forth, but they say with a forked tongue they don't want a wider conflict conflict. Remember, if you, I'll send it out today, inshallah, to all the groups, and on Twitter, inshallah, X, and on Telegram, that if you study the history of Palestine, so when these squatters, when these invaders came, these Jutlas and Jews, from Europe and where have you, and they entered here into Palestine, so then they all had to sign the document, allegiance to the state
state of Palestine and so forth. So they signed it, but in few years, remember, they violated everything. So this shows that these are the people who are Ghaddar, who are traitors always. Regarding Ansar, inshallah, good will come out, inshallah, this evening during the Q&A, there will be some announcements made. So you wait for that. Yesterday, after the Q&A, we had a wonderful meeting and conference call, six of us, and inshallah, we all reach consensus what needs to be done. So inshallah, inshallah, Allah, Jalla wala, make it easy, and Allah forgive all our mistakes and sins. We are human beings, and inshallah, Aziz, that wait for tonight's Q&A, and then you will know exactly what is transpiring and happening, inshallah. Our programs for today, inshallah, 8 to 30 to 9, inshallah, there will be an interview of Moz Ahid Khan and myself, and then 1 to 2, the tafsir of the Noble Quran, the commentary, 2 to 2.30 will be the report back, our trip to Johannesburg, Robertsham, and wonderful activities, which is an exciting week, you know, so we'll highlight all that this afternoon between 2 and 2.30 tonight, the live Q&A on Radio Ansar International, Sirius FM, and Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah Jamaa, inshallah, inshallah, Aziz, with Hafiz Wadi and myself, tonight between 8 and 10. Masalim Karim, you have 20 minutes, inshallah, for the Q&A. Bismillah, let us start and fire up, inshallah. Sir, I was listening to the show on Ansar on Saturday night, and the presenters spoke against their own religious beliefs. Why was this allowed as preparation should have been done prior to the show with consultation with learned people as it is Islamic radio? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. My brother, we totally echo your sentiments. What happened, remember, is totally unacceptable, is a disgrace and a disservice to Islam. But you know, sometimes Allah Ta'ala wants to teach us a lesson and some good will come out of it. And sometimes in life you dislike something, but from that eventually goodness comes out. So therefore, I told you before the question was posed that we had a conference call, conference meeting yesterday, six of us, with Allah's help, Allah's mercy, and some good decisive actions will be taking place. So you, my brother, tonight, 8 o'clock, you should listen after the news, inshallah, some announcements will be made, inshallah, al-aziz, that will be constructive and productive, inshallah, al-aziz. Uh, why there is so much of disunity amongst Muslims as I can't find Muslims that give me the same answer to the same questions. It depends how you pose the question also. So you must remember if you're going to ask a person that, you know, tell me regarding three talaq, three divorces, for example, so everybody knows that we are not the Trinity followers or Christian followers. We are Muslim. So we say one divorce is one, two divorces are two, three are three. And remember, but you might get a Salafi. You might get somebody, you'll understand, who's a bit crazy and so forth, and who wants to bootleg the Saudis and so forth. For they are monetary gains, scholars for dollars, we call them. And then they will tell you, no, it is one divorce only. So people keep 
people looking for loopholes and so forth. Some people belong to the banks and the financial institutions and they get wages from there on a monthly basis. So they will tell you that that investment is totally permissible. So yes, we agree that there is disunity, but by the same token, go look at the disunity in the Jewish community, in the Christian community. We speak about Palestine daily. I assume and presume that you are a Christian. If I ask you a question, which is your holiest church in Christendom, what will you say, my brother, my sister? You will say, if you know your history, the Holy Safalka, where you Christians believe that after Jesus was crucified, then he was buried there, then in the tomb and in the grave. So we reject all this. Quran Sharif states, Wama kataluhu, wama sulabu. Nor did the Jews kill him and assassinate him, and nor did they crucify him. So hence, there is nothing about the burial and so forth. He's alive, and his second coming will take place. Allah alone knows when. But be it as it may, so now your holy Safarka from the year 1187, after Salah Saladin, the judge Salahuddin Ayyubi conquered it till today. You work out the match from 1187 till now. How many years have passed and centuries have passed? So the greatest church and most significant church in Christendom, the keys of the church are in the hands of the Muslim. Every day they open the church Every night they close the church. And remember, if you think I'm speaking for my thumb, just go to CNN and go study their documentaries and you will find a wonderful academic article on that topic there. So, my brother, people always have a hidden agenda. But you ask us, inshallah, we'll give you the correct answer in the light of the noble Qur'an, in the light of the Sunnah Mubarakah, Quran Sharif is the glorious Quran, the direct speech of Almighty Allah Himself. And Sunnah Mubarakah is the teaching, preaching of Prophet Muhammad Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And then we will inform you what the four schools said of jurisprudence. So therefore, there is no real difference of opinion unless people have a hidden agenda and ulterior motive. What is the difference between kosher and halal? I believe that anything kosher is considered to be halal. Abraham. Abraham, we reject that totally. Almighty Allah Jalla Wala tells us in chapter 3, verse 67, you see this past Friday, I went to Robert Shem, Johannesburg, and the masjid, the mosque was called Masjid Ibrahim. So we say Ibrahim, and the name Ibrahim of Prophet Abraham, peace be upon him, is mentioned 69 times in the Noble Quran. Chapter 14 is dedicated to this mighty Prophet and messenger Khalilullah Nabi Ibrahim what you call Abraham in chapter 3 verse 67 all Mithyalla states Ma kana Ibrahim yahudiyan wala nasraniyan wala kingana hanifan musliman wa ma kana minal mushrikeen nor was Abraham a Jew or a Christian or an idol worshipper or Hindu so what was he Prophet Abraham peace be upon 
upon him was Hanif. He turned away from all the false ideologies. He was a Muslim. Every prophet and messenger that came to this earth and planet from Nabi Adam, salam, Adam and Noah, and then remember Abraham, Moses, Jesus, peace be upon all of them, alayhi salam, were Muslim. I just mentioned the most famous prophets. Obviously, Prophet Muhammad, sallallahu came to teach the global international message for all times and all places and circumstances. So, therefore, we reject what contempt it deserves the Abrahamic Accord and so forth and so on. So, now you are asking about kosher and about halal. In 1989, I traveled on El Al, the Israeli airline, from Cairo to Tel Aviv, and they asked me, do you want something? I said, yes. I don't want to eat. I didn't touch anything, meaning I didn't consume. I just wanted to see. So they brought some meals, you understand, a snack-like, because it's like a very short flight, Johannesburg, Durban, 45, 50 minutes. So nevertheless, it had a green cover, and they said it was written there in Arabic and, you know, Hebrew and English or whatever but I could read the Arabic or English obviously so they said if the cover anywhere is damaged you must return it and then they came and said sir you want kosher alcohol so this is the mockery the Jews and Judaism of nowadays make of their kosher to say every kosher is halal we reject it totally in Islam there is no alcohol that is halal but in Judaism they have kosher alcohol so we reject that and why is all making it so strict for them that is mentioned enshrined in the noble Quran we have punished them because of their rebelliousness and because of violating the divine code chapter number Six and verse number 146 very easy to remember chapter 6 and verse number 146 so we as Muslims should not be deceived and duped to think for a moment that every kosher is halal we reject that totally what type of bank account do you have so that I may also open up the same as I want my money to be halal just like yours MashaAllah. So now Standard Bank must give me some commission. What you say, my brother? <laughs> so when I came from Newcastle, you'll understand, it was 2021. And I joined Channel Islam. My new career had started. And remember, I arrived, I left Newcastle 15 January 2001. My furniture and everything was in Indonesia by Yusuf Patel's place here. Yusuf by Patel, Allah reward him. And then I came here to where I'm speaking to you from now on, you must remember, on 16 January. And then it's obvious I had to get so many things sorted out. So I asked them, Channel Islam in the National CII, what do you guys do banking? So they told me Standard Bank. So I said, fine. So I went there as a simple Simon, and I told them I'm new in this part of the world. I have to speak to the manager. So they asked why. I said, no, I have some you know, suggestions, and I want to open an account immediately. You know, money talks all languages. So then they said, fine, there's the manager there, and so forth. So this was 2001. You must remember, in the first month, January. <coughs> so I told him that, see, that we are Muslims, and we don't, uh, we don't want any interest. I don't 
don't want you must give me any interest and I don't want you must remember that you must you know charge me any banking charges or what have you so he said sir we can make a nice deal for you so I said come let's talk business you understand bilateral talks now so he said that see that you must just keep a minimum credit balance that time I think it was 10,000 or something like that I'm not 100% sure 10, 15,000 so you must keep a certain balance and so forth and then you will not receive any interest and your bank charges will be waived off they know what they are doing they're still making money out of it so that's how we got our account from 2001 till now you must remember we don't receive anything there so our aim is just to keep it there for safekeeping and so forth we don't have big big matras and big big mattresses called pala pala you know where we can put the dollars and all those things there so I was a very small mattresses there the president and his guys they have big big pala palas so therefore that is the account we got you should go and just speak to the manager and tell him that you got 100,000 you got 1 million you got a big shot 5 million 100 million and you don't want no interest they will just waive all the charges and so forth so all your money will be pure halal and tayyiba input output will be very good when we consume ya yunas Allah didn't address Muslims Allah addressed humanity to tell you capitalism and all its branches are condemned and haram in Islam the lifeline of capitalism is interest and usury and therefore you end off with all the cartels and the oligarchy the rich will get richer and the poor will get poorer and Islam condemns that completely so that the wealth only rotates among the rich and the filthy rich hundred people controlling the whole world today and millions and billions of people living in squalor and poverty how can that ever be justified you must remember that because of your secular system because of your capitalistic system and because of your democratic system democratic system is to make the masses asses so that is what we say in Arabic al-awam kal an'am that people are treated with disdain and made fools and idiots so that is how the world functions today Salam Mufti Saab please explain to me if it's okay for a person going to Molana's all the time to find out what's going on in their lives Remember, these are people who suffer from waswasa and whisperings of shaitan. Go open the hadith of Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. One day, the master alayhi salatu salam and Uqba radiallahu anhu were traveling and zulmatun shadida, it became very dark and rihun shadida, it became windy and you know, so the master alayhi salatu salam told him that Uqba, you must read the Mu'awwizatayn, that these are the surahs that will give you protection and you will become mu'awwazatain, you will be protected and so forth. Qul a'udhu bi rabbil falaq Qul a'udhu bi rabbil nas The last two chapters of the Noble Quran Chapter 113 Chapter 114 And then this is the big lesson There's no need to go to Maulanas and Amils and Tawiswala Three quarter of them Half of them a bunch of crooks They will make you a fool So you must remember Read these last two chapters Ya Uqba 
You will never find a more powerful Taweez than these two surahs. Your wonderful flowers and babies and children. Your wife just gave birth to foes or gave birth to Fauzia. Fauz is the male and Fauzia is the female. Successful, kamiyabi and prosperous and so forth and so on. But now you got so much waswasa and whisperings of shaitan. This Maulana, this Amil. So keep on reading. Qul a'udhu bi rabbil falak. Qul a'udhu bi rabbil nas. In salat and out of salat. And then for others, your children, your babies, you blow on them. And on yourself, you read it after every for salat. This is sunnah al-nabawiyah. And you read it before sleeping. And then you blow on yourself. And all the shayateen, they'll run away. I give you one word of the glory, the beauty, the style, the diction of the noble Qur'an. When we read the Qur'an Sharif, when we make zikrullah, subhanallah, alhamdulillah, wa la ilaha illallah, wallahu akbar, we read salawat, durood sharif, salutations, blessings upon him, Mustafa, Habibuna, Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. What happens to Satan, Lucifer, and the shaitan? They all take flight and they run away. Almighty Allah uses this word in the noble Quran, chapter number 114 and verse 4. Chapter 114 and verse number 4. Didn't I tell you? People like that are suffering from waswasa and waswas, the whisperings of shaitan. So when you read the surah, Ya Allah, you protect me from the evil of waswas. The Satan, shaitan, Lucifer, who brings about all these negative thoughts in our hearts and minds. And when you remember the name of Allah, waswasil khannas, that is khannas. Khannas means they start retreating, they start running away, they start taking flight, that this guy is sending an AK-47. Nay, we don't want AK-47, we want AK-255. And that is Ayatul Kursi. Start reading and see how all the shaitan start now running away from the sinking ship like rats and so forth. So that is why we must always read this daily in your salat, read it, and read it upon yourself and blow upon your body, read it for your babies and children and flowers and Allah Jalla Wala protect you no need to go to these mufatiyas they're these guys who want freebies and so forth they'll charge you leave one box there and say put any amount so all this has become money making gimmicks nowadays <coughs> my name is Christabella I listen to your show regularly but was considering to become a Muslim however you are very abrupt non-Muslims So how can I consider becoming a Muslim? I am a white lady and accept that white is not always right. Thank you, my sister. That is what we appreciate. And I told you, you must come straight forward to me. There is no need for you to apologize. Yes, sometimes we do come across as abruptly because you must remember when I look at what's happening in Palestine, when I see what the whiteies are doing to our people, it hurts us a lot. So therefore, sister, I told you, you don't have to judge the Muslims. You have to judge. You must remember Islam itself. 
I ask you a question, my sister. Tomorrow on the day of justice, Almighty Allah will ask you, sister, deep down, meaning sister to me and you, so you human being, that you knew Islam is the truth. So why didn't you explain the truth? You say, no, AK answered me abruptly. Do you really think that will stand as a valid excuse in the court of justice, in the court of Almighty Allah? I'm asking you. Obviously, it will not stand. So remember, we are human beings. So we have certain moods, we have certain times. So remember that you enjoy the show. Therefore, you wake up and you listen to it. But now you're leaving the good 80-90% and you're harping on one. I mean, that's not fair also. But be it, and I admit that sometimes I come across it abruptly because you must remember this. We are in a debate situation or we are in a situation where the is absolute murder, mayhem, genocide going on. So we can't always be, you know, on top of it. But be that as it may, we inviting you, sister, now that you embrace Islam because you know Islam is the only true religion. And then when you become a true Muslim, then remember that will be an act of salvation for you, my sister, in this world and in the year after. What you say, my sister? Make up your mind quickly because in two minutes time I'm leaving I have to go for prayer I have an appointment with all our morning prayer so if you're ready now we make you Muslim my sister AK tell me why do you guys bury your deceased so quickly do you not have compassion for the families so according to you, my brother, this is compassion that you must leave the body in the morgue and mortuary for three days, five days, one week, and then you bury after that, and then you have to embalm it and so forth and so on. In Islam, we say that you must take the person quickly away from the house and read the prayer and so forth and bury the deceased. Why? Because remember, send him to a better place or send her to a better place if they passed away with Iman and Islam. And if the person passed away with any other faith, although maybe we thought he's a Muslim, but then you get rid of him as soon as possible. We have the most compassion. Remember, Remember, you are the ones that cremate. You are the ones that bring so much expenses to the family. You go buy expensive coffins. You go buy a suit. And you then take the person. You must remember in that, you understand, the hearse and give him the final the, the destination he must go to in that big, big vehicles of this. What they call it again, Muslim Karim, that big vehicles of theirs. So that hearse, which they take to the graveyard, you know, that... I see it here in Asia also, you must remember, there's the... Cadillac, it's a Cadillac, Mufisab. Yeah, the Cadillacs and what have you, you must remember this. So they take it there to that. So all unnecessary expenses, we say Islam for all and all for Islam. So people are rich, are poor, and majority are poor. So therefore, we don't want unnecessary expenses, and it is in the interest of the deceased. If you keep it so long, the body will decompose and so forth. So who is showing true compassion, my brother? So what does our sister say? She don't embrace Islam now. 
So remember, think about it, and tonight you'll have another chance, 8 to 10, inshallah, with Afiz Wadi, you can tell us you want to embrace Islam, then we make you Muslim, and inshallah, Aziz, you know our programs, I'll leave you now with Mount Salim Karim, and inshallah, we'll continue with this tomorrow, inshallah. So when you want to embrace Islam, always remember, Islam is the best, and we want to share it with the rest. Barakallahu feek, salamu alaykum, wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.